the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Russia sends troops into Ukraine. I mean, it's just a feeble response from the administration, not grasping the gravity of the entire situation. Gas prices surge to an eight-year high. Well, the national average now stands 21 cents higher than where it was just a month ago. More bad news for Democrats in a new poll. Democrats are fiddling while Rome burns. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, February 22nd. I'm Mike Scott. Monday night, the U.N. Security Council held an emergency meeting after Russian President Vladimir Putin recognized the independence of separatist regions in eastern Ukraine and ordered Russian troops to maintain the peace there. Ukrainian U.N. Ambassador Sergei Kaislytsyuk says in a letter to his Russian counterpart that Kiev is requesting an urgent meeting because Putin's actions violate Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the fact that Russia's President Putin recognized the separatist regions is wrong. This is plainly in breach of international law. It's a, a violation, a, a, a flagrant violation of the sovereignty and integrity of, the, uh, of Ukraine. Speaking Russian, President Vladimir Putin says, I consider it necessary to take a long overdue decision to immediately recognize the independence and sovereignty of Donetsk People's Republic and Luhansk People's Republic. Some experts say that the Russians took another step toward all-out war, essentially invading eastern Ukraine under the pretext of a peacekeeping mission. NBC reporter covering Russia Matt Bodner points out that Putin deploying his troops should not have surprised anyone. So in the document that President Putin signs uh, at the end of his big speech today, in the same room as the two separatist leaders, that's, I think, a critical detail to keep in mind here. Uh, at the very bottom of it is an order for the Russian armed forces to uh, move in and assume peacekeeping operations. So we're just hearing about this now. There was no fanfare on that point during the entire ceremony. This is something people started to notice after, once the document was actually published. Though we did start, we, we were hearing some signals from Russia lawmakers, for example, that there was like a 100% chance that Russian troops would now uh, go in to assume a peacekeeping role. So now we have it. It's official. Former U.S. Ambassador to NATO Kurt Volker is concerned about Russian incursions into Ukraine. That may also then lead to skirmishes with Ukrainian forces as they take those territories, which could escalate. Volker does explain what steps NATO can take. I think NATO needs to be be clear, A, that they reject this and won't accept Russia's recognition of these. Put in place the sanctions now that people have been promising for so long. Uh, There is nothing left to wait for. We we need to get these sanctions in place 
uh, increase our support to the Ukrainians in security assistance and training to give them every chance to defend themselves against what could be a, a major Russian invasion. Meantime, General Jack Keane joined Fox News to discuss what he thinks Russian President Putin is really after. I mean, it's just a feeble response from the administration, not grasping the gravity of the entire situation and, 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 and coming through with something that just deals with the annexation as opposed to dealing with the, the major problem. Putin is to, intends to take Ukraine. Keene went on to point out when Putin's aggressions began. There was no other provocation from Putin during the four years of the Trump administration. All this provocation started when? March of right. 2021. And I believe it's because he knew he had a new administration and much of this national security team was part of the uh, Obama administration. He perceived weakness. He put 70 to 90,000 troops on the border of Ukraine in March and April, and we did nothing. Just rhetoric. And that's when we should have begun. Joining the Salem Radio Network, Lieutenant Colonel Jim Carofano says there is a small positive in Putin's threat to Ukraine. Uh, you know, the one thing that Putin's actually managed to do is Ukrainian nationalism has gone through the roof. However, Carafano points out that Putin is not acting alone. Regardless of what happens, it doesn't matter because that's not the, the end game. He wants, he wants to reabsorb this post-Soviet states. He wants to have dictatorial control over Central Europe. He wants NATO to collapse. He wants America to leave. And the biggest cheerleader is the Chinese because they want exactly the same thing. They want to weaken Europe that they can divide and conquer. They want to isolate the America, America and leave us alone and stranded. And Putin is doing Xi's work for them. So people say we should really write about the China. Dude, Putin is their stooge. The Canadian trucker protests, which grew until it closed a handful of Canadian and U.S. border posts and shut down key parts of the capital city of Ottawa for weeks, could echo for years in Canadian politics and maybe south of the border as well. The self-styled Freedom Convoy inspired convoys in France, New Zealand, and the Netherlands and interrupted trade, causing economic damage on both sides of the border. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says every day they are reevaluating the Emergencies Act. Even though uh, things seem to be resolving very well in Ottawa, this state of emergency is not over. Uh, there continues to be real concerns uh, about the coming days. Trudeau says in a democracy, you can protest, debate and disagree, but he believes there are some things you can't do. You can't harass your fellow citizens who disagree with you. You can't hold a city hostage. You can't block a critical trade corridor and deprive people of their jobs. You can't attack journalists for reporting. Meantime, senior research fellow for Homeland Security at the Heritage Foundation, Laura Reese, tells the Salem Radio Network Prime Minister Trudeau's response to the truckers has major ramifications for Canada and the U.S. as well. We already have a supply chain issue uh, due to COVID mandates, and we don't want that shortage to be aggravated with um, trucks occupying uh, Ottawa and, and the border. Reese says that the Canadian Prime Minister's actions are another in a series of power grabs. The pandemic is on the decline, 
And yet we have tyrannical leaders around the globe grasping, trying to hang on to their last uh, efforts at control uh, using this, this pandemic. More abysmal polling for Democrats heading into the midterms. A new poll conducted by UC Berkeley's Institute of Governmental Studies found that California voters' approval of Democrats has reached all-time lows. Voters surveyed in the poll were almost evenly split in their approval for Biden, with 47% approving and 48% disapproving. The Times write-up noted that this marked a two-digit negative shift since the last poll in July, when Biden's approval rating stood at 59%. As for Vice President Kamala Harris, 38% of respondents said they approve of her handling of her job, while 46% disapprove. Former White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany joined Fox News and says... Democrats need to wake up. Democrats are fiddling while Rome burns. They have an undying, maniacal obsession with President Donald Trump. You know, go on CNN's website any given day. There's like 10 headlines about Donald Trump and nothing about education. Um, But they have this obsession with him while all of these fires are going on in their backyard. Fox News' Cheryl Cassoni also warns Democrats to pay attention in states that ousted former Democrat leadership. This is a midterm year. I think Democrats across the country should be watching what's happening in Virginia and in San Francisco. Former President Donald Trump announced that he is launching a new media company. Trump Media and Technology Group released a statement saying that its mission is to create a rival to the liberal media consortium and fight back against big tech companies of Silicon Valley, which have used their unilateral power to silence opposing voices in America. The first project is its social network dubbed Truth Social, which is set to launch in beta for invited guests next month and come online nationwide in the first three months of 2022. Heritage Foundation fellow Kara Frederick joined the Salem Radio Network to say that Americans should all be aware of big tech censorship. This is a a big question and one we at the Heritage Foundation have been working on for uh, over a year now. And when it comes to big tech, I think the, the brief answer is you have to go on offense. You know, we should not allow our government to allow big tech companies to act as agents to chill speech. Frederick says the Heritage Foundation has been working to hold big tech companies accountable for their manipulative practices. The proposed recommendations that we have in our comprehensive roadmap to rein in big tech and to to take on their encroaching totalitarianism on the daily digital lives of American citizens is, number one, to enforce antitrust laws and reform them when it's necessary. Frederick also says that big tech is dependent on successful advertising. You know, the lifeblood of these companies, the heart at what allows them to manipulate and take advantage of American citizens uh, through data exploitation, information manipulation, restriction uh, to have access to information, is their ad tech models. Frederick went on to say that big tech must be held accountable for their intrusion in the daily lives of Americans. Also hold executives liable and help mitigate the deleterious effects that these companies are really thrusting upon the American populace in a in a very comprehensive manner. I mean, there's an argument that you don't have to be on Twitter, you don't have to be on Facebook, but I think that ignores the reality that this is the digital public square now. 
Gas prices nationally have surged to nearly an eight-year high, and experts say more costly fuel bills could be coming now that Russia has moved into Ukraine. Nationally, gas prices, on average, are at 3.51 a gallon for regular, according to GasBuddy.com. That's up nearly 20 cents from last month and 91 cents from the same time last year. Senior petroleum analyst Patrick DeHaan says the average price for a gallon of gas is the highest in eight years. The national average is up close to four cents a gallon in the last week. It now stands at 3.52 a gallon. That's the new high water mark, the highest Americans have paid since 2014. Dahan says in addition to Russian tensions, motorists will face potential price hikes over the next three months. The switch over to summer gasoline will also cost motorists at the pump in the months ahead as the nation transitions to more expensive summer gasoline. In addition, gasoline demand is starting to rise not only in the U.S. but globally as COVID cases come down and Americans hit the road ahead of spring break. In addition, refineries are starting maintenance season. Dahan also went on to say that the average price for a gallon of gas is now $3.52. Well, the national average now stands 21 cents higher than where it was just a month ago, and price is nearly 90 cents higher than a year ago. Enjoy going to the Family Dollar? The discount store chain is temporarily closing hundreds of stores. Daybreak Insider's Jeremy House has that story. Family Dollar has closed more than 400 stores in Alabama, Mississippi, and four other states. The temporary closings, which are accompanied by a recall of a wide range of Family Dollar products, were prompted by a rodent infestation at a company warehouse in West Memphis. The closures and recalls were ordered by FDA inspectors. Authorities say a stretch of Southern California beach is closed to swimmers and surfers after up to 50,000 gallons of raw sewage spilled into nearby waters. Daybreak Insider's Mike Gracia has details. A sewage spill in Southern California forced the closure of a stretch of beach Monday. The Orange County Health Agency says up to 50,000 gallons of raw sewage spilled into nearby waters. The spill was caused by a blocked sewer line at a restaurant in Newport Bay, the Los Angeles Times reported. Monday's spill came less than two months after a sewage main in Carson, California failed and millions of gallons of waste spilled into the Los Angeles Harbor. I'm Mike Gracia. And finally... SpaceX launched another round of satellites for its Starlink system on Monday after a bunch burned up in Earth's atmosphere. Three, two, one, engines full power, liftoff, Starlink 4-8. SpaceX engineer Jesse Anderson announces the successful launch of the Starlink satellites atop a Falcon 9 rocket which was then programmed to land in the Atlantic Ocean. Falcon 9 has successfully lifted off from Space Launch Complex 40 at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station. Power telemetry nominal. Carrying our stack of 46 Starlink satellites to low Earth orbit. Now, moments ago, we throttled down the engines, reducing the speed by decreasing the flow of fuel to the engine. That's in preparation for max Q or maximum aerodynamic Vehicle pressure. supersonic. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. 
ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.